Sam Gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath. And he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Hello, welcome to MeatCast. With uh, Nick and Kyle, I'm Nick, and with me is always Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? It's going really great, Nick. I'm in a good really? mood. Yeah, I'm about oh, okay. to go on vacation all I ever wanted, right? Oh, oh right. You're going to, to Lipstick City. I'm going to Hollywood, California. That's screwy, ballyhooey Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, what are you going to do up there? Uh, you know, Out there. Out there. You go out to LA. I'm going out there. Yeah, I'm flying out to the coast. Um you know, I'm just gonna see some shows. I'm gonna see some friends that that live in town. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and hit some of the sites. Maybe go to the pier, go to the Academy Museum, um, oh, nice. and just generally chill out, relax, have a good have a good week. You know, you going to uh, you going to the, what pier are you going to? Uh, the Santa Monica Pier. Um, I, I, I plans with some friends to go out there at some point while I'm there. You um, you got some friends. To take you out to to the pier? Is that well, I'm traveling with some friends who right. have never been to Los Angeles, and they wanted to see the ocean, understandably. One of the features, I think, of... <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to go to Santa Monica. Yeah, they wanted to go to Santa Monica. They're big Everclear fans. <laughs> And they want to—they want to take the Everclear tour—is what they want to do. They want to hit all the spots. They want to go to—they want to go to the house where that guy's dad beat the shit yeah, out of his yeah. father's house. <laughs> Father of mine. Yeah. <laughs> what a great song this is, right? <laughs> I mean, you had it—you already queued up, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just took me five minutes to find it. I mean, we are we are d- deeply into copyright infringement territory right now. No, we're uh, oh, this, okay. we're reviewing this. Oh, right. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good it's a good song. Yeah, um, there we go. Covered. Uh, yeah, that'll what be a, me what out a there. Great song. What a great song! It'll be a shame if this is what takes the podcast down. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to art? You know, that's a guy's name, right? Art Alexis or something Art, like that. Alexakis. Alexakis. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just oh, a general much statement. More. No, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, did yeah. think you were asking. Guys, why have things gotten so Art? much worse since 1997? Right into us, HeathcliffRecap <laughs> at gmail.com, at HeathcliffRecap on Twitter. If you want to know, if you want to let us know what happened to Art. <laughs> no, but I'm very he, excited. I, I think he's still touring. Trip. I think Everclear is still touring. Are they really? Yeah, I think wow. it might just be a totally different band now, except for Art uh, Alex Sakis. Is his hair still bleached blonde? Oh, you, you got to imagine. I mean, that's his that's his thing, right? That's his look. <laughs> yeah, I suppose Let's so. See. You don't think he's aged gracefully? He's he's not leaning into, you know, being an older gentleman. He's a, a silver-haired rock star. So I think he's got the silver hair, but with frosted tips. Okay, uh, <laughs> <right>. great. <laughs> Let's see. Is he coming to anywhere near us? So he's no, no. Wait, well, Santa Monica Pier. You... The same yeah. day you'll be there. <laughs> what? They're playing the pier. Wow. I'll get a churro uh, and actually... I'll see. I'll see Everclear. Uh, Kyle, are you gonna go to any? We were talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood before the, the show started. Are you gonna hit up any of the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Hotspots? You know, I had it hadn't a, it had not occurred to me, but yeah, maybe Spawn uh, Ranch. Spawn, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna head out to Spawn Ranch. I'm just gonna, you know, relax, get get get, try to find that one cabin that had all the dead animals in it, uh, and just <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> right. Wasn't that wasn't that something happened in that movie? Maybe I'm thinking of a different I don't remember movie. that, but it might be a different Manson movie I'm thinking of, but. Different Manson movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, um, I used to I, live I, in in Santa Clarita, where Spawn Ranch is actually. Oh, but I never I never visited. I was too scaled. Santa Clarita, the the home of the diet. <laughs> yeah, the, the famous one. diet. Um. Yeah. Home um, of Six Flags Magic Mountain. 
San- you mean Santa Clarita from uh, the diet? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and who could forget the theme? To what I, I assume was this, this the theme to. And and just to make sure we're in the copyright clear, it's a good theme song. Yeah. Uh, so I've now officially reviewed it, and we're good. <laughs> Um, yeah, composed by John Debney, produced and arranged by <laughs> Geek Music, it says, it says on YouTube. I really love how um, airtight, like, as long as we're just like, hey, we're, we reviewed it, and just the, the lawyers are gnashing <laughs> their teeth. They can't do anything about it now. They're, They're going to take mad. us to the cleaners before that, get <laughs> yeah. all of our meat cast money. <laughs> well, we should say who, who's joining us here. We should uh, say. It's the birthday boy. Happy birthday. Hey, <laughs> so happy birthday. He and he's he works with the with birthday boys. That's true. In some capacity, <laughs> I do work with birthday boys. Because he works with uh, Mitch from the Birthday Boys on uh, on the Doughboys podcast, where he is the Drop King. Uh, but we know him as Robert Persinger, uh, podcast professional Robert Persinger, as I believe how we introduced him last time. Um, Robert, how's it going? It's it's your birthday. What's what's uh, what's what are you doing? Uh, not much. Well, I'm I'm here. Obviously, thank you for having me again. I really appreciate. I always appreciate coming back on the show. Uh, it's been pretty uneventful. You know, it's middle of the week as we record, so still work to be done. And you know, I went up and <laughs> you did say it was your birthday, right? <laughs> yeah, and I do like this song. Just so we can get the review part out of the way. Um, and you know what? I honestly do like a, an alt birthday song. I don't think this one's bad. What do you think about it? No, this is a great song. I think so. It's a- got great energy. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I mean, it, it, to undertake the project of let's let's upgrade the birthday song, you know. They did it. They did it. They did it. They crushed it. Yeah. Was it Patty and Mildred Hill used to own the rights to the original birthday song? Or that was the rumor. <laughs> And then apparently, oh, I don't think it's a rumor. It definitely was. Well, two yeah, women. Sorry, yes. it was that they owned the rights, but I think it was then argued, and then maybe yes, they were they were no longer allowed to retain them because someone else said, "Hey, it was actually a little nursery rhyme before that. You never actually had the rights or whatever." So I remember. And I think it was their descendants that were holding on to it. I think they passed away some time. I ago. mean, I would too. I hold on to that birthday song right as long as I could. <laughs> <laughs> What are, are there any other other birthday alternative birthday songs that you guys can think of? I'm trying to think of any, but I can't think of. <sighs> I think of one, one, the one from Futurama, just because it's funny that they mention that they specifically mention that it's a different birthday song, like <laughs> in the show, and it's just you know, yeah. what a day! I forget, but the ending is something like "What a day for a birthday! Let's all have some cake." And then Fry says, <laughs> "And you smell like one too," because he doesn't remember how it goes. <laughs> Stuff. Uh, there's of course the uh, the classic. Uh, this is their birthday song. It isn't very long. That's oh, I've, I've never heard, heard that of one. That. You, you yeah. guys have never heard that. You no. said okay, wow. the classic, and neither of two out of the three of us don't know what you're talking about. Interesting. Red Robin and the, had their own birthday yeah. song when I would go, and it was. I imagine maybe nationally it, they did it, but it was, you know, happy happy birthday from all. May all your dreams come true. Happy, happy birthday from Red Robin to you. And it was usually four or five <laughs> staff people came around and it was a whole to do. I feel uh, like that is the, that's the, they all have their different lyrics, but that is the restaurant happy birthday is mm. happy, happy birthday. From Benny Hanna's and family. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They'll just listen to a performance. Happy birthday, Rory at Red Robin. Yes. All right, attention everybody at Red Robin. We have a special announcement. We have Rory. She's celebrating our fourth birthday with us today. Can we get a hand Fourth birthday, how cute. Our fourth birthday. (laughs) I'm also turning four. (laughs) (laughs) Roasting that Red Robin employee. (laughs) Doing their best. Oh. Is this what you remember? No, this is like the this is like the army thing. Wow. I think maybe what we've she, discovered here is that there perhaps was no standardization of birthday songs. Maybe not. Red Robin. I thought it was a tight, tightly run ship. Maybe not. You'd, yeah, you'd think corporate would be 
no, we get this is the birthday. But no, I think district managers were allowed to do whatever they want. They went rogue. I'm surprised because I did assume every chain restaurant had their own birthday song. But maybe that's it not, feels like that kind of thing, or at least the sort of family style restaurants that are going to have. You know, they're yeah. going to they're going to bring out a hat. Or a, speaking of uh, Azteca before the the record, uh, they would bring out a big the sombrero. Pop that on your head for any mm-hmm. birthdays. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> And even then, uh, I would said, no, no, this is not culturally right. <laughs> so just so you know, back then. Years from that. now, okay. we'll look back on You're, this and shame, be ashamed. You're almost canceled, Robert. Nah, narrowly avoided <laughs> it. But even then, I was like, I have a feeling this shan't be a good idea to have photographic evidence of. <laughs> Kyle, uh, last time I was in L.A., my, my favorite meal was at, uh, oh, Oh man! Gisados? Don't say Del no, Taco, Nick. Del don't say Del great. Taco. No, it's it's a it's a famous uh, Robert. You know what it is? The one where uh, <laughs> it's it's like the the old cottage looking place where the Disney had a table. Oh oh, uh, the Tam O'Shander. The Tam O'Shander. That was an excellent meal. I had I when I went to L.A. effectively for the first time last year. I also went to the Tam, and that was a, a great spot. The Tam O'Shander. Yeah, kind yeah. of a Scottish, Scottish kind of comfort food. You know, a little American influence, but it's an old, old place. And yeah, like Nick mentioned, Disney had a table. There's all these little scrawlings on the table him and the animators had made. I'm writing, um, it, the, down. I'm writing it down. The Seven Dwarves uh, Cottage was modeled after it. Apparently, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and lots of different okay. furnished rooms. It was it was a good time. I enjoyed it. I am looking for food wrecks. I feel like, you know, I'll feel it out activity-wise, you know. I, I, I got plenty of shows to go see, plenty of friends to grab drinks with or whatever. But for meals, I don't quite know what I'm going to do yet. We'll, we'll do see. check out Guisados. Guisados, guisados was, highly I, recommend. I, I have, I've i had Guisados uh, okay. before, and it is, is very, very good. I, I would like to revisit that for sure. Get the wings at Ye Rustic Inn. And then right nearby is Jumbo's Clown Room, which is not exactly a strip club. That's but a strip club. Okay. It's like, there, there's clothes <laughs> yeah, on, exactly. but small clothes, but it's a good time. And I honestly, I feel like it makes it for a better, a better time because there's not quite the pressure of a normal place. It was a, uh, it was real fun. Highly that recommend. is great. I do have plans to go to Ye Rust again already. Uh, well, you'll be right nice. there. So. Spitting distance. Oh, there's a tiki spot. I think uh, the Doughboys talk about all the time. Tiki Tea, I think. Is that the one? Ooh, I love it. I love a tiki spot. Get there right early when down. it opens. Uh, that's great. Tiki Tea? I believe so. I believe so. All right. I'm, I, I'll confirm I'm loving after. this. I'm loving this. Sorry. Sorry to derail. I'll give you no. all the LA Rex afterwards. <laughs> Let's forget about the show. Let's just talk about LA. <laughs> well, I we're switching wanna... formats. Okay. Yeah. This Probably is good new, after all the music is... infringement. Put this <laughs> on the Patreon and we'll charge for it. Uh, and it'll be our travel guide. <laughs> and it's just you guys talking at me about LA food. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, you're the only one of us that has lived in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the important thing to remember is that I was in the midst of a depressive episode when I lived in LA, so all I ate pretty much was, you so know, this part of the song McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is uh, our theme song, I Love LA. I, I legit love this song. I'm sure it's lame if you're from LA to like it, but... I, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Um, I, I almost exclusively associate it with the Mr. Bean movie. Wow. Um, the scene, I, I know, the scene where he's driving down Santa Monica Boulevard and it's playing and he's he sees a guy flip him off and he and thinks they, that's how people <laughs> how people say hi. So he's riding around doing this. Uh, I never saw the Mr. Bean movie. I love Mr. Bean. I never saw the movie. Wow. It's pretty good. It's been a minute Peter, for me. Peter McNichol is great in it, as he is in everything, but he's got at least one scene in the Mr. Bean movie where he is cooking. It's really good. <laughs> I just saw Peter McNichol in Heat, but not the the uh, the De Niro one. That was uh, the Action Boys. Oh, Robert, correct. you know this. Because, yeah, yeah. Robert, you, you work for the Action Boys, right? In some I'm, I'm part of the, I'm an incredibly small part of the Action Boys universe, and that is to say I, I do my best to rein in all of the all the freaks and geeks in the uh, Discord server. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, but yeah, the Action Boys uh, did a, a movie called Heat, uh, Burt Reynolds movie called Heat from yeah. the 80s. But Peter McNichol was in it and he was fantastic in it. Did you, guys know, did you guys know about that there was a TV movie version of Heat that Michael yes. Mann made? I didn't know about this until like this week. 
yeah. but right after the movie or before, before, the, before. before the movie oh. it was like it was like he it's obviously it's not exactly the same but it's pretty close you can watch like the diner scene the 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 de niro pacino diner scene uh is how i saw it. i think it came out on tiktok but it's like a lot of the same lines he just like made it as a tv movie but wait same cat or gotta be different cast no right? no different cast. totally different oh, okay, it was years okay. before it was it was i don't know how much earlier that'd be funny uh, if they're all like they it was all the original cast and they're like we'll come back later if you want to do a movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you want to spend some real money on this Okay. Uh, no, it's wild to see. It's, it is pretty much, it's very, very close to the original script. And you could just see these actors that are obviously not De Niro and Pacino, but you know, they're doing their best. Uh, it's really well, interesting. Kyle, interesting. Did you know, I, of course, Michael Mann, uh, made the, made the movie Miami Vice in, in the 2000s. Did you know that there was a, a TV show called Miami Vice what? in the 80s? What? What? <laughs> but did it, Michael wait, did Mann it have like was a, also... But, but Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx were... They would have been really young then. They're your Crockett and Tubbs. <laughs> yeah, that's my Crockett and Tubbs. Was there Tubbs. like a theme to that? Did the, the, the show have like a... Was there like a song that played in the beginning? I'm trying to remember. Probably not. I can't imagine. Yeah, it was Jay-Z and Linkin Park uh, <laughs> Encore. <laughs> There um, must be a... I actually don't know the Miami Beach theme song, but let's hear it. Okay, yes, yes. I think I, need to, I think I need to watch Miami Vice. I watched yeah. the movie recently, the, 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 the 2000s one. Of course, it's great. It's incomprehensible, but it's awesome. Um, and I've seen so many scenes like out of context from the Miami Vice TV show where I'm like, man, this looks sick. You got like Leonard Cohen being a weird, doing like a bad French accent, playing like a villain or whatever. <laughs> like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's go. Kyle, do you remember? Uh, I don't know why this made me think of this, but do you remember a few months ago when we were recording on the day that I was going to go see The Abyss? Yeah. The uh, Abyss. <laughs> the, the, the remastered uh, The Abyss. Yeah. The abyss? Abyss? I don't know. But, uh, and we were also talking about Chris Elliott for some reason. And then I'm watching The Abyss, and I'm like, oh, shit, Chris Elliott is in this. Oh, I forgot. that's right. Yeah, I did forget about that. I meant to text you like, while, we were wa- while I was watching. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> There's hey, Chris, Chris Elliott. Hey, Chris Elliott's in this. And also, I think I call it a different name even when it's being re-released. <laughs> <laughs> they keep saying the word The Abyss in the movie. Why did they do more takes? They're not saying that- The Abyss correctly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into This Week in Heathcliff. <laughs> This week on Heathcliff. Okay, so this is a great one. Uh, <laughs> it's from February 2nd. Uh, Heathcliff is st- standing behind the gravy robot who is marching down the sidewalk, uh, breathing fire at uh, three <laughs> men running away, scared. And Heathcliff's got a little remote control and he looks wide-eyed and maybe a little frightened because there's some sweat coming off of him. Oh. And there are two birds on a wire and one of the birds is saying, not again. <laughs> I don't think I realized the first time I saw this strip that Heathcliff was controlling the robot. Is he always controlling it? I don't no, think I so. No, I think usually I think usually robots just like his own on guy, own. right? Yeah, they're generally autonomous in the universe, I think. Well, that's what you get for messing with power, Heathcliff. What are you doing? Yeah, he tried to harness <laughs> the power of these robots and that now he he's going to kill uh, every day. He, he's going to kill the pet boys now. <laughs> uh yeah the gravy robot which like, in the grand tradition of heathcliff robots has nothing to do with gravy or yeah, not meat. even gravy leaking out of his joints no, nothing nothing <laughs> gravy related about this guy it is just an advertisement for gravy um i can't really complain i mean yeah I, oh i'm not complaining i i'm just i'm just saying how neat um and a great yeah, it is the, the gravy the gravy robot's main thing is that it breathes fire yeah <laughs> and Maybe the fire robot some... well you'll have to see in what that robot does yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, projectile you don't screen. even want to know what the fire robot does now did you guys know that this was a sequel to this other gravy robot <laughs> comic strip <laughs> Which has the gravy robot walking the other way See, down the sidewalk, now, breathing fire. This this is great. 
but it also has the effect of diminishing the the original comic for me because I thought "Not Again" was such a good caption. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's and now that, that I know it didn't that it ever is happened canonically. <laughs> yeah, before. exactly. Or that it just happened like all, happens all the time. You know, either it never happened before. You know, whatever. Um, but yeah, now that it now that I know that it's referring to this one specific incident. <laughs> I don't know. But also, it's so funny. It's Heathcliff, again, controlling the robot here. This was like five years ago. Also. I was going to say, I like the newer robot. Wow. It's got better a five detail. Year I like that the yes. stomach has the little colored buttons on it. I, um, it still looks mad, but I don't like the red eyes make it look so much more evil. Yeah. Um, it does kind of look like Terminator versus Terminator 2. Like, the mm-hmm. technology has improved in that time frame. Yeah. Yeah, it's the T-1000 3 <laughs> robots. <laughs> We're uh, all, he's we're, controlling we, this one back five years ago, too. I don't, you know? I don't know if Nick will edit out that silence, but there was a pregnant pause while we all tried to think of a pun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't realize we were thinking of puns. I thought that was good. That was what I was doing. I was trying to think of a T-1000 gravy pun, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't think. I, just in my head, I was just picturing like them shooting the gravy robot and then like brown, you know, like brown bullet holes that then like <laughs> s- seep back together, fix itself. <laughs> Kyle, uh, last week, were we trying to make puns about something? I, I'm sure, yes. The answer is probably. Yeah, almost <laughs> yeah. certainly, yeah. And and failed, I'm sure, also. Yeah, probably. Okay. We we sat here and go, we just, it's, it's like that scene in the office from Michael Scott's trying to think of a, a jello <laughs> mold joke. He's going, pudding, pudding. <laughs> okay. That's us. Well, let's, Every let's move episode. on to... February 3rd, uh, Saturday. This is great. So, <laughs> I love we're outside the, the city dump. Always the proclamation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now this we're is out- great. Obviously. We're outside the city dump. There's a sign that says city dump. There's also a kind of a homemade sign that says all you can eat, $2. Heathcliff has a little booth where he's collecting money from a line of cats. And there's, there are cats entering into the, the dump. And there's a cat walking all, walking on top of the giant mound of brown garbage. <laughs> is it also a tail uh, coming out of the top up there, or is that something else? I oh yes, right. I think I I didn't realize that. You're right. That's there's a cat that's dive has has dove into the garbage and Scrooge his tail sticking out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> spitting a fountain of garbage out when he comes yeah. back up. So how and how, how are, does he get the monopoly on how why can't the other cats just walk? Walk in like Heathcliff presumably does. Well, he must have worked out some deal with these. Well, because there's two garbage oh, men in, so front, of the, in front of the deal. Probably, right maybe. Probably. They're saying he spins garbage into gold, and so it is two dog. Like we do see these cats. They have uh, at least the one on the front of the line has has two one dollar bills he's giving to Heathcliff. Yeah, a good price. It's a. Re- I was gonna say it's a really good deal. It's a really good deal. Robert, when was the last time you hit up an all you can eat buffet? <laughs> I was going to say, when I went to the dump last, um, <laughs> all-you-can-eat buffet, man, it has been a minute. There used to be a Chinese all-you-can-eat buffet by, God, years and years ago when I worked at a grocery store that I would sometimes hit up, but I feel like it's kind of fallen out of fashion. Definitely after COVID, I feel like it's not not as prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked for one when I was in Vegas a couple years ago, and they're not really back either. Uh, oh, I think they're really? back now, at least. Or at least, I mean, I didn't. I didn't check every hotel, but uh, yeah, I didn't see anything. I wasn't getting any of the uh, you know two dollar lobster dinner and all you can eat buffet cards or anything. Mm-hmm. The movies oh, lied yeah. to me. I mean, they're expensive. Yeah, maybe 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 there weren't. Yeah, maybe you can't well, get you know, them you cheap. Know what, though? And, uh, not maybe not all you can eat, but uh, there's a Brazilian steakhouse that we've gone to called I think it's the the Grill from Ipanema, which is a <laughs> what? Speaking of, speaking no, come on, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and it's very good and you can totally go up to the salad bar and get as many sides and everything you want but they they want you to go up there and fill up on all that stuff and then it's the place where you have like a card you can flip and they just bring over yeah, skewers yeah. of meat and they give you a couple slices and then you flip it saying you want a break and you can essentially all you can eat at it it's a flat fee and it's you know it's a little bit of a splurge but it's really worth it yeah i've been to wow. similar places to that here in austin yeah. um they just come by with all kinds of meat and slice it right in front of you and give you a little piece. I've never been to one of those places. I should, I should uh, check you it out. Oh, yourself. Kyle, we should go. Yeah. We should go. We should, we should go. get a group and, and go to a Brazilian steakhouse. Um, what, what's, uh, what about you, Kyle? When was the last time you went to an all-you-can-eat? It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, 
probably last time I was in Vegas, uh, mm-hmm. my, my, my ex-in-laws were very, like, they were Vegas people, and they were Vegas people in the way that, like, it, the buffets were always, like, a thing that they wanted to do. You know, we would hit up, like, multiple buffets on a Vegas trip. Wow. Uh, nice. They wanted to kind of scope out the place. And I was always like, okay, f- I'd really rather go to like a better restaurant <laughs> than, than the, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm less concerned with the quantity of food that I'm getting, you know. You don't Isn't want a Vegas bunch known of mediocre for like, food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I thought Vegas was known for like their, their great buffets, like how, how good the I food mean, is. it's fine. You know, I, like, mm. it's pretty good. It's better. It's like, a, I would say, above Golden Corral level. Oh, God. But, I hope so. You know, it it's not like it's still a buffet. Like the economics of it just dictate. Like it's got to be not great. You know, even yeah. if it is really good food, it's like it's still just kind of sitting there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. I think my ideal buffet would be stuff that's sitting out, like salads and sides and things that aren't gonna aren't gonna fall in quality if there's if they were put out there five minutes ago versus a half hour ago. And then if there was an element that was like the made to order part, where like. Yeah, you you know they they just put a roast in and people are, they're going to cut it up and you're going to be able to go and get some or they you know they make yeah. you an order of something uh, would probably almost, be the best mix for me. I almost feel like if I'm going to go to a buffet, I want it to be as cheap as possible. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of want to lean into like take me to take me to a CC's pizza. You know, like oh yeah, it, CC's oh, pizza was great. buffet. It's it's to be dirt cheap. And I know what it is going in, but I'm just going to go get all the different pizzas and whatever else, you know, refill my little red plastic cup. Hell yeah. That's smaller than a regular drink cup. Um, For me, Chinese buffet was always the big thing, like growing up. Yeah. I just like get all all the different kinds of fried chicken, all the different sauces on the same pieces of the same like fried chicken nuggets. It, Delicious. Did, did you guys have a Mazio's? When is that? Is that a regional thing, Nick? Did you have a Mazio's where you were at? I don't, I don't know of it. Yeah. Oh man, Mazio's was the pizza place for me. That was where my family was going. It, you know, arcade, the full deal. Was it a buffet as well? Buffet, pizza buffet. They had a little okay. salad bar, and I remember this is why I'm a fat person now. Is that my my family would take me there, and they would just let me get a bowl of like the ham cubes you would put on a salad bar. Like <laughs> yeah. they would just let me eat that. They would like oh, wow. take me like, do you want anything from here? I was like, Oh, they have hands like here. <laughs> and they would just give me a bowl of that to eat. Like, I mean, I was like a toddler, you know, but that was a strategic error on their part. I think, <laughs> I think our, um, sim- I think it's probably similar, uh, pizza buffet with like arcade games and stuff. It was Peter Piper pizza. Sure. Yeah. It was a, uh, Peter Piper Pizza is a pizza people pick. Was there wow. I remember. I remember. I, I really? Think, okay. I think we had one somewhere in Southeast Texas. There was like one. Okay, yeah. I don't think it was but, a buffet-style uh, restaurant, but we had pizza and pipes out here, and it was a pizza place with a giant organ that, that was played the whole time you were in <laughs> Whoa. There. Those were the pipes? Oh, Those wait. The pipes. I've, isn't this uh, – have you seen the last season of How To with John Wilson? Yes, yeah. Isn't it? Isn't this place in it? Doesn't he it, visit? It one might of be these or a variation of, of it. I think there's. I think there's How many like more that. types of places? Pizza slash organ places. It's a great idea. I wouldn't be shocked if there were copycats. <laughs> what can I say? That was not like if you asked me to guess what kind of pipes they were, that would probably be my. Yeah, now there was. I, like, I don't think I would have gotten there. The I don't know. Uh, organs and oregano, which I didn't think was as, <laughs> as clever. It's more confusing, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, let's. Pianos and you. pies. Okay, that's it. I need, I need an explanation of this one. Okay, so <laughs> we're, we're, let's describe here. So it's February 5th. Uh, we're at some kind of national or some kind of park. I, probably National Park. <laughs> I don't know why I'm guessing that. But <laughs> okay. Heathcliff is sitting down next to a bear. They both have kind of closed their eyes. They kind of look like they're um, above it all. A huge and bear. Just, a bear the size of this pe- these people's car. Almost three times yes. as big as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so there's a car driving away. And in the background, there's a welcome center with two rangers. And one of the rangers is saying, we know he's working with the bear. And the, so the sign, there's a sign next to Heathcliff that says, do not feed the cat, I should say. Okay, so we know he's working with the bear. Um, so, yeah, what are you confused by, Robert? I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> also, shouldn't the sign be, do not feed the bear, and then, like, an addendum from Heathcliff? Like, 
also like w- w- he wants to be fed right so why is he oh well, i don't think heathcliff made the sign yeah i think i think that the the, the oh, joke oh, oh. here i is think that i'm getting it now i think it's coming to me heathcliff's getting a cut from the bear in exchange for <laughs> no one feeds the bear so, wait, here, this is what's i think I is happening know. now there was previously a do not feed the bear sign which there should be People uh-huh. haven't been feeding the bear. The bear is disgruntled about that. Heathcliff has shown up. He's he, this is like enterprising week. He's just, he's making money. Yeah, <laughs> cutting deals. He put up, but see, why would he put the sign up to not be the cat? It should be like, do not feed. You may us. feed the or, cat, and he'll just share with us. the bear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, guys. Yeah, this is a real like one of us. One of us lies. One of us always sense. tells the truth. Like it's kind of a riddle. <laughs> I th- I think what happened was Heathcliff started hanging out with a bear, and people started feeding Heathcliff, and Heathcliff would share with the bear. So they've since and so put the up Rangers put up saying, the "Do not feed the cats." So, uh, yeah. Okay. So the Rangers are saying Heathcliff is a bad influence. You know. Yeah, bad influence yeah. on the bear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this one's a little. This one's a little. This one's a little tricky. No, this this one's a little tricky for sure. Kyle, was it last week that we had a a comic that was something like, um, you know, bear cats don't actually hibernate, right? That it was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I think he. I think Peter just got into the idea of Heathcliff and the bear hanging out, and he's like, "Where else can they hang out?" Yeah, he's 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 (laughs) bear pilled. (laughs) <laughs> uh, which I'm not against it in theory, you know. I'm I'm I would love to see more bear content for sure. But I need them uh, to even get more yak pilled. I've I've expressed <laughs> yak and muskox pilled yeah. is what I would like. The to yak do. and muskox are are great. <laughs> I I think I would really love it if the bear was drawn photorealistically like the like the uh muskox like the y- and the yak. I are. do love that detail. They look so much so much more realistic, which is very funny to me. <laughs> yeah. This is this was yogiish. This is cartoon yeah, bear. Yeah, classic he's, cartoon he's, bear. He's got a little expression, you know, his, his, his tired eyes or whatever. I'd like to see sort of a grizzly man esque scene <laughs> where <laughs> Grandpa Nutmeg is off screen being mauled by Heathcliff or by by the bear. I'm sorry, and and uh, and, and yeah. the Werner Werner putting his headphones off and saying, "You must never read this comic." <laughs> <laughs> yes, the caption is Werner Herzog standing in front of the panel saying, "You must never." Read. <laughs> He's taking up the full frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on to uh, February sixth. Um, so. <laughs> I don't think I saw. This. I usually see these at a time. I don't think I've seen this one. Yeah, oh. same. I missed this one. I think. Um, so there are birds. So we're in the the nutmeg family li- uh, bedroom. The grandpa and grandma nutmeg are in bed. Could be the living room. It was like of- Charlie Charlie Bucket's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and grandpa looks a lot like uh, Grandpa Joe. Like he, a, does. he does. He does. Yeah. Hope he's not as big of a bastard, but. <laughs> <laughs> But Heathcliff is sitting on top of Grandma's legs, and uh, outside the window are four uh, birds on a on a wire, and they're uh, all singing expletives. Well, you know, like a star and ats and blow hash signs. Yeah, that's interesting. Point. I it, it, was it meant to just be like noise, or is it supposed to be that they are actually cursing? I think, oh, it's, I think it's cursing. I think it's supposed to just be noise, though, because oh, why really? why would okay. it be? Why would the birds be? That, I mean, that is like the comic shorthand for kind of cursing, though. Yeah, and I, and is. also in Heathcliff, I feel like so it's just an odd. I really like that squared spiral, the one on the bottom left. Yeah, very true. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yes. Um, Wait, new season? I haven't watched the new season. Oh, is there, are there square spirals? It's it's, a, it's not. It started strong and then it's been kind of spinning its wheels, and it's only like six episodes. I feel like it's it's almost about to end. So I only um, watched the first episode, and I just was like, this is not what. Nick Pizzolatto wanted uh, for us. You know? <laughs> well, the, ca- the caption is uh, Grandpa and I make saying it's nature's alarm clock. I, you know, I didn't realize that True Detective, the f- season one, was 10 years ago. Wow, no. Come on. <laughs> Time is a flat <laughs> 2014. Oh, God almighty. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That sucks, man. <laughs> I hate to hear that. Yeah. Oh man! I was like remembering where I was when I was watching. I was like, "Whoa!" That was yeah, crazy. I remember. Oh, I, I in front just, of a TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I had just moved to Austin. I remember, I remember, I have a sense memory of watching it in my first Austin apartment. Um, what a good show. Yeah, that's wild. What a good show. Yeah, n- okay. Night Country, not good. Although, uh, Issa Lopez's movie, Tigers Are Not Afraid, very good. Recommend that for people. So I was like really hyped for this, but yeah, I don't, I just don't like the, I don't like the choices. Weird color grading in the first episode. It's like it's like orange and blue in a lot of places. It, it I don't know. It's very so like a two thousands movie poster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's it, but like in a very it's very non realistic kind of color grading. It's very. Stylized. I do think that overall I've enjoyed the the cinematography of it. Like shooting the actual you know sunless uh, city for the duration the whole series so far has has looked pretty good. Yeah. But uh, it's in service of a not a as good a story in my opinion oh that's too bad you heard it here folks. who knows maybe they'll hey maybe they'll they'll stick the landing who knows they might i'm i'm gonna wa- i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna finish watching it i yeah, just yeah. was a little a little i have to do an expectations adjustment after that first episode you know all right let's move on to february 7th okay <laughs> so Heathcliff is walking outside of the deli He's got a ham helmet on. He's got like a foam finger that says ham on it. And he's, he's got a burping. bowl with the, the little cubes of ham that you, <laughs> that you eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fat little toddler uh, waddling out of there. And the, the man behind the deli counter is saying, we're out of ham. <laughs> I love the cloudy burp bubble. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Yellow cloud. Yellow cloud. Yeah. I also. Uh, it's stinky. That's a stinky ham burp. Stinky. Uh, I love, I love the guy who's last in line looking out at, at Heathcliff with such disdain. I mean, he looks yeah. so mad. <laughs> that's the ham. That's the dude who wanted ham. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they all wanted a ham? I mean, I'd rather get just about it. I think the two people Ellie. in front have a, a second choice that they're happy about. They're going to pivot. I think the guy in third place is so mad because that's he came all he there wanted. for ham. Yes. His, yeah. He's like, he has like a partner at home that is like, you know, they wanted ham. He didn't want to leave the house. You know, he's all right, fine, I'll go do it. He gets down there. They don't have ham. Now he's got to go to another deli across town. He sees Heathcliff heading that way. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it becomes a race. <laughs> um, he's running Kyle. down the street trying to get there in time. There's a bunch of guys moving stuff. Yeah. Guys, guys are moving a big. It becomes big a jingle window. all the way sort of scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay kyle and robert i'll open this question up to you as well sure you're at you're at the deli what style what's what type of meat are you getting what, what do you what are you asking to be sliced hmm. up for you um that is almost always gonna be I, I make i make these fairly frequently but i do just like a pretty simple um french dip and it's i don't even do mm. like you usually melted cheese on it which is maybe sacrilegious but i just love a rare thin roast beef uh a boar's head roast beef, maybe a London broil style. Oh, that's so good. It's got to be like red pink. It's got to be really good. That sounds really good. That sounds really good. Um, I generally, if I'm if I'm getting deli meats, I'm getting some kind of turkey. Um, good one. I like uh, you a, guys are opposites in many ways. Mm-hmm, in many ways. <laughs> and yet I mean you look almost exactly the same. Guys with mustaches, swoopy hair, same, co- same, same color part shirt. Of your hair. <laughs> hey, I just seem good style over here. Two thirds of the podcast looking great. <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Uh I like I like like a if I can get like a Cajun turkey breast. Oh, that's uh, a good pivot. Slice, you know. I mean, I gotta be true to my roots, you know. Um and then uh I'll I'll usually get, you know, cheese, some kind of cheese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all turkey, baby. Um uh and then uh yeah, I'll get a Swiss, I'll get a Munster maybe. Ooh. Um maybe maybe a provolone, just sort of depends. You know, how I'm feeling, what they got. My favorite snack growing up when I was a little boy, a little boy of maybe five, six years old, was uh, apple slices and mustard cheese. Oh, wow. That's very strange, Nick. <laughs> I was a strange boy. What can I tell you? <laughs> um, apple sli- My favorite sandwich when I was a little boy was peanut butter and green no, apples. Not jelly. <laughs> peanut butter and honey. Oh, oh, that right. sounds great. Yeah, no, that's not that weird. 
That's not weird. No, I mean, it, it's, when was the last time you had a peanut butter and honey sandwich? I mean, he's eating one right now. Fair point, <laughs> but you know, it's it's I less that, classic than a PB like, and J, but it's not like weird to me. It's I, I, good. I bet that bear would love it. Hey, um, there you go. That's true. No, I love I love peanut butter and honey as a combo. You know, you ever get that uh, that H E B uh, honey peanut butter? Oh, that's good stuff. Oh no, I've seen it. Get the honey, considered just, you know, pre mixed in. It's very good, very good. Yeah, Kyle uh, and Robert, you feel free to listen in on this. Um, are you aware of the new uh, limited edition? Because you know, H E B has limited edition potato chip flavors every now and then. Yes. Uh, the new ones came out this week. I saw. I picked some up. I saw the pepperoni pizza rolls. Pepperoni one. pizza rolls, yes. Because uh, the flavor of the chip? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. They're good. I got I got a bag of those. They're good. What else they got? They got Cajun. So you would like that. Oh. <laughs> we were just talking about. Weesha. They put a little of that slap your mama on the potato chips. Oh, yeah, baby. But for me, the star of the show cheeseburger flavored what oh yeah that feels like a lot of flavors to nail what is it what is it for what's the forward flavor taste it i can already taste it for me i i I taste a lot of um uh, of mustard and a lot of dill a lot of ketchup i definitely mustard dill ketchup and then a smoky flavor too i prefer that to like trying to do trying to recreate a meat flavor i feel like that's where some chips stumble is trying to have kind of the savory meat it it ends up tasting kind of more like a bouillon or something where it's just not um although i did have like there was like a street taco chip might have been just like lays or something a few years ago and the thing i thought was so interesting is when you ate it it tasted like the crispy lettuce on top of the taco Whoa. Uh, that was just a flavor that really came through. And I was like, how do they make I it? I remember those chips. But I was like, yeah. how do they make it taste like something so organic? And like, it, it was really bizarre, but I, I I thought they were pretty good. I remember the chips and you're right. It was, it did taste like lettuce. Yeah. Not the only <laughs> yeah. flavor, but I was, I was surprised that that no, was yeah, coming that through. Was, that was, that was, and that was like the, the last flavor you tasted. Kind of. Like. Yeah. Like the, the parting notes was, was, was lettuce. <laughs> Did you try those uh those hot those stuffing holiday stuffing flavored chips? Uh, oh, of course, I get them every year. I love them. I always bring them to my to any Thanksgiving celebration I go to. I bring. Uh, That's a really good idea. Stuffing chips. They're very good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, today's comic, uh, February eighth. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> oh, this is speaking good. of whatever <laughs> happened to art. Hey, this is a great full circle app. Yeah. Heathcliff is sleeping in front of, and there's a little Z coming out of him, but he's sleeping in front of a, a portrait he's painted of himself sleeping, a self-portrait sleeping, also a little Z, little Z above it. He's all curled up. He looks very cute. There's a little uh, 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 palette with, uh, with paint next to him as he lies down on his blanket, and there are two mice in the doorway, and one of them is saying, it seems like art. Uh, the mice in the Mussolini stance also. Yes, one of them, especially, yeah. yeah. Of note. Um, Yes. I love this because it sort of makes me think that Heathcliff was painting it and it made him sleepy while while he was painting (laughs) it and then he just decided to go to sleep. It was like a self-portrait. He was starting to get tired and he's like, I'm just going to have to do, I'm just going to have to add like this. (laughs) He's sleeping. He did it, he got it, he nailed it for having presumably himself as the subject, or I guess from memory, he just knows he looks like that sleeping. Yeah. See, I thought it was supposed to be like a kind of a paradox thing. Like, yeah. Wait, how did he draw this self-portrait of himself sleeping while he was sleeping? There's, how did this happen? Yeah, there's no mirror, there's no reference photo. Guys, he's an artist. He's just doing it from, you know. His mind's eye. His mind, yeah. He sees it in front of him. Do Inclu- you think when the mice are saying it seems like art do you think they're saying this seems like you know an artistic statement the uh maybe the whole piece of it because it does yeah. seem not like just, a like a not just the canvas but the whole piece i like, think so because it, lo- it looks like it's yeah. like you'd walk into a room in a museum and this would be the display the artist yes. passed out in front of their picture of them passed out yeah how guys do you guys think influenced by M- M- maria abramovich abramovich <laughs> <laughs> Abramovich, right? Marie. I'm not sure. I don't. Never heard. Do you guys think you could freehand draw what you look like when you're sleeping? Hell no. No. (laughs) I can't even draw. Yeah, I can't draw myself. (laughs) If I add myself to look, I no, I I can't draw. You can't draw at all. I don't believe that. I think everyone can, can at least doodle or something. 
Mer- oh, I can doodle. I can doodle to my heart's content. I can't. I, can, I oh. can't even doodle. I, I, wow. I don't. I mean, I guess maybe a little bit. But like, there was this uh, thing going. That's around. funny, Kyle, because I've always said those who can do, those who can't doodle, and so <laughs> you can't do either. I can't do. I can't do or doodle. Okay, I can't well, do a doodle, damn, d- damn doodle d. <laughs> uh, there was like a, th- a thing going around uh, the website x dot com uh, earlier <laughs> that was like presidential doodles. It was just showing like famous doodles from U.S. presidents. Sure, and uniformly, I was like, these are all pretty good. Like these all kind of slap in their own mm-hmm. way. You know, like they're not like they don't take a lot of talent, but like. You know, I was jealous of all of them. I was like, oh, my brain doesn't work in the way that I would be able to doodle anything like this. I want to know also, like, was someone, you know, like, hey, we need to actually pull the troops out of Vietnam and and Nixon or someone is doodling, you know, just kind of oh, doing I, a little thousand percent. Yeah, absolutely. Like and they're really, really instructive. Like, Reagan's were all just like, he drew like a horse. He drew like a cowboy. Of course he did. Of course. You know? And probably a jelly belly as well. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, LBJs, I remember, were kind of like weirdly bigger they pants, almost, and then they the almost look like and <laughs> <laughs> they almost look like vonnegut doodles. Oh, weird! Yeah, if I remember right. And then uh, Eisenhower's were very funny because he drew himself and like a pretty sleeping like With a Z coming out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he drew himself with hair. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's like, and this is what I look like right now. Uh, yeah. And then I saw them and they, and I was like, oh, wow. He's, he looks like the sketch of the Zodiac. But then it, but then it made me realize like, oh, but the Zodiac didn't draw the sketch of himself. You know what I mean? Well, that was, we know of. <laughs> he could have, I guess. <laughs> but he did draw, I think he drew like a knife. Like Eisenhower, Jesus. Drew like a knife. Well, that makes more sense. He's a military man. Oh boy, a, okay. <laughs> little guy shooting Have the been- shooting the holes in the perforations <laughs> on the page. Have you been to the LBJ Library? Kyle? I haven't actually. Uh, I gotta. I want to go. They have a, they have an LBJ robot there. <laughs> I always wanted to see with anatomical. A, yeah, I was gonna say with a huge hog. <laughs> they have. Yeah, if they the answer is no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm skipping it. You can though. You can listen to the fame. Can't you listen to the famous recording of him talking to the tailor I at the think LBJ it exi- Museum? Oh, yeah, I think course. it exists. Oh, I don't well, know like, if it's at the museum. museum but- I think. Oh, it, I think it. Li- I think it really? might be at the museum. Maybe I, that. Maybe that's. Maybe I'm telling tales out of school here. I don't know. But I feel like that's a one too far. But maybe so. I, I haven't been so. I mean, I feel like it's been enough time that I could see where, like, the people in charge of the museum are like, yeah, come They're on. They're like, let's listen, let's... we get questions about this all the time, and so we figured it was easier just to honor it and, and put it out there. Uh, Joe, uh, let's listen to your phone is the one that uh, makes the uh, clothes? Yes, sir. We're all together. You all made me some real lightweight slacks uh, uh, that he just made up on his own. Is LBJ ordering ago. pants? It's uh, kind of a... Light brown. Something we've all done in our lives. Green, rather <laughs> soft green and soft brown. Now I need about six pairs for summer wear. I need about six pairs to wear around in the evening when I come in from work. And <laughs> from work, I President need a pair. I want them a half inch larger in the waist than they were before. Except I want two or three inches of stuff left back in there so I can take them up. I vary ten to fifteen pounds a month. So uh, leave me at least two and a half inches in the back where I can let them out or take them up. And put it, make these a half inch bigger in the waist. Make the pockets at least an inch longer. Money, uh, My money and my knife, stuff. everything fall out. What just My knife? <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> the president carrying a knife now, in his pocket. Another thing with crutch down where your nuts hang is always <laughs> a little too tight. Yes, sir. So when you make them up, give me an inch that I can let out there. Uh, because they cut me. They're just like riding a, a wire fence. These are almost these are the best that I've had anywhere in the United States. But uh, uh, when I gain a little weight, they cut me under there. So leave me. Uh, you never do have I carry all my weight in my dick. Let's see if you can't leave me about <laughs> an inch from the, where the zipper ends. Uh, I, under, under my, I forgot about the verb. I forgot about the verb. So I can let it out there if I need to. 
God, he's so now, cool. Sure oh, sorry, I dropped my knife. Hold on. Goods that I have. And we, uh, we missed the part where he said bunghole. Oh, he, we missed the bunghole part? That's the best part. <laughs> I just sure well appreciate this. I need it more <laughs> than anything. Like and, the uh, White House. Now, you give this boy the address because I'm running for a funeral, and give him address just how to address his <laughs> so funeral. we'll send them to you. And don't you, you get the measurements out of them and add a half an inch to the back. Give us an inch to God, the pocket. It's so triggering. Like about a, uh, inch underneath. Hearing uh, him so repeat the same out. instructions over and over again, right. like exactly right. like yeah, every customer right. support so, call okay, I've ever been on. You know. Yeah. But it's all, and it's also the president, and he has a, he's established he has a knife. So you're like, I don't, I guess I don't want to forget this. I, I, he, he guess he should repeat it. Uh, that's from the Put This On YouTube channel, in case anyone wants to look it up. Thank you. Yeah. See, I, th- I think they probably edited it down to the to all the best parts. Good for them. Um, do you guys know the story about uh, the the boat, the LBJ and the boat? He said he's he would like when he would like go out. His favorite bit he would do. When he would like go out on his boat with people, he would uh, piss off the side of the boat, and then he would kind of turn back to the people on the boat behind him, and he's like, "You guys want to know what the water temperature is?" Because because his, his dick's so big, it's oh okay. taking the temperature of the water. Very good. Yeah. Hey, he's I got cool us guy. dinner. There's a fish on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got one of those parasites that goes <laughs> up through the year. So casual. Hey, I got one of those things. <laughs> Texas Excellence, LBJ. Uh, okay, well, I think that about wraps it up for today. Uh, Should presidential Robert? facts be a, nor- a regular segment that we close the show oh, on? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, I mean, I'm honored here. if you want to keep up that up or, or just have it on when I'm back. I don't I think it was yeah. successful. Drop Kings, President Facts, uh, <laughs> Monarch Facts. I don't know. Yeah, we could expand it. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, Robert. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? I know you have uh, Gentleman Overlords. Somebody? I've got Somebody? yes, Gentleman Overlords, which is a pod I've been doing for nine. Uh, it'll be ten years, I think, later this year that we've been doing it. <sighs> Not amazing. The same frequency from the beginning, and we've kind of you know gone back and forth. We have you know mini episodes on Patreon, and it's every other week that we do the main lines now. But uh, it's it's cool. It's cool to go back and see all the stuff we've done. Nowadays, we're doing less um, new kind of schlocky movies, and just kind of pivoting and doing uh, some old favorites. We kind of have been taking turns. Uh, you know, every three weeks, you know, one of us picks something, uh, and it's been a good time. So check that out if you like. Um, I, you mentioned at the top, I associate produce for Hollywood Handbook and Flagrant Ones. Great shows. Sign up for the Patreon. Listen on the free feeds. Just support them if you can. Um, keep listening to this show. One of my favorites. Love it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you again for having me on. Thanks for coming uh, thank by. You, and happy birthday. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank that's you so right. much. Happy birthday. Um, yeah. And until next time, that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs>